Welcome to Guidepost to the Crossroads. I am William Ramada. This podcast is to help you remember that you have a purpose in life. This is to motivate, inspire, and guide you to a happy, fulfilled life. The world can be a noisy place and we tend to lose focus on the purpose of our individual journeys. I use my various experiences, education, and other modalities to help you cancel out the noise and focus on your needs and desires in your journey. Good day and welcome to Guidepost to the Crossroads. Today I would like to open up with a short poem that I found. It's called All It Takes. And listen to it and kind of contemplate of what it actually means in your life. So, all it takes. Within your being there exists a place that pain cannot touch. A place beyond our constant daily struggles. A place of bounty and abundance. And in this moment, if you choose, you can realign to this place. All it takes is but a moment. All it takes is you. You know, that is quite the wonderful thought. No matter what goes on in your life, around you, all it takes is you. Everything that you desire and want to be, it's within you. It doesn't have to come from anybody else. It doesn't have to come from anybody else's story. So as we go through our podcast and remember that you are powerful and have a purpose. Always remember that all it takes is you and what you decide to do, your choice. So today I want to talk about, do you want happiness or success? Now you may be thinking in your head, hey, I want my cake and eat it too. Well, maybe you can. But from experience and what I see around is usually it doesn't work that way. You know, when most people hear this question, they think, of course it's happiness. I want to be happy. Because our ultimate purpose in life a lot of times is success, in success is happiness, right? Otherwise, why do we even seek success at all? And yet, many times in our life, we have achieved success in various forms, like a new job or a new relationship. But happiness continues to elude us. You can hear in everyday conversations, if you listen to people, when they say something like, if I get this raise, I'm going to be happy. If I had more money, I'm going to be happy. Once I get my dream house and have my family and kids, I am going to be happy. But as you notice, whenever we reach that goal, we may be happy for a short while, but happiness always seems to subside again, and we are soon off struggling to reach another goal, a new goal, Something else that we have figured out that just 
may make us happy. For some people who have contemplated this question a little deeper, the question itself may be problematic because it assumes that happiness and success are mutually exclusive. Why can't we have both? Like I said at the beginning, I want my cake and eat it too. I want everything, of course. I want everything. There are people, certainly, who seem to be happy and successful. You know, as as they are only conventionally successful, though, but they are also successful at being happy. For most of us, success comes at ex- at an expense for our happiness. Hmm. We believe that only from our constant dissatisfaction in life will we have that necessary drive to endure the hardships that will eventually lead us to success. How many people do you know that use their difficulties to motivate them, to try to inspire them to success, to to try to be happy. You know, hardships, well, sometimes they do give us a reason, but they are ultimately not the reason to lead us to our success or to our happiness, as a matter of fact. So most of us continue to grind away through our lives, right? Every day, same old thing, grind, get up, go to work, go to gym, do whatever, you know, spend time with our family. And we are looking for these meanings of happiness. And we just start to become tired of all the striving and the constant trying to achieve because no matter what we do, our happiness is still nowhere in sight. Sometimes I think we even begin to forget that happiness is like what happiness is like because happiness is rarely present and alive in our lives. Instead, it's kind of like turned into some kind of idea or a memory, and then therefore it's kind of dead. It just kind of dies. If you kind of think about it, it's kind of similar to love for many people. You know, we don't even know if happiness is a real thing. It is only when we're suffering greatly that we start to ask some of the more, let's say, profound questions that we have in life. Like, what is the meaning of life? The other day we were walking down in the boardwalk and my wife was sitting on the bench while I took my grandkids to go look at the monster trucks and somebody sat down next to her. And they asked her, basically, what is the meaning of life? She was like, good question. Still trying to figure that out. And like most of us, we are. We may ask, what is the nature of our existence? Who am I? How do I get what I want? A good question is, what do I really want? Is there a God? What is truth? (laughs) 
you know, various questions. Uh, you could pick your own. You know, what what is my purpose in life? You, you just listen to your friends, neighbors, family, and you'll hear a multitude of these questions. And maybe you've tried to answer them for them, but when it comes down to it in the long run, we have to find it for ourselves. Maybe you come and listen to iPods. Uh, iPods, maybe you want to come listen to these podcasts to get these questions answered so you can gain some knowledge to improve your life in some way. You know, in my podcast, I will address such questions, but my primary purpose of my iPod is not to give you any more knowledge, but to remind you that you have this knowledge already, that you have a purpose, and that you are a powerful person. I will aim to break this existing belief system that you have built to unveil a greater intelligence that's already within you. So this intelligence can flourish and operate over and in your life. So you might come to ask, why should I relinquish control of my life? I thought I had a system to keep my life in order while directing it in a certain way. And I should learn something from this podcast to manage it better. Reflect on the things you think you did so far. Did they really bring you lasting happiness? Or are they merely psychological fulfillment on a conceptual level? So maybe in other words, mental concepts to indicate the process you made in life. Life in the aspect of your career, possessions, relationships, or whatever else you have measured yourself against others. You know, it's like keeping up with the Joneses, up, up, upping yourself to be better than your neighbors or a friend or, you know, another family member. How are you measuring up to them? That's what you are going through in your mind. And frankly, that's not what it takes to be happy. In this game of life, all these milestones could only bring you a temporary satisfaction. All past progress is kind of hollow, and they're just memories. You tend to depend on a validation from external sources that constantly you use to try to sustain their fleeting reality. It's like the poem I read at the beginning. It's not about what's outside of you. It's all what's in front of you. It's all what's in you. That is your reality. When you continually think about the past and you kind of live in it and ruminate in it, what happens? That's kind of what brings on depression 
and all your doubt. And with that comes unhappiness. And that's definitely not what we're looking for. Internally, you may always feel the same way. Your core is still empty, despite everything that you have achieved and all the pleasures that you tried to fill it up with. The spontaneous joy that was so pervasive in your childhood only occurs in brief moments when your life conditions have finally aligned with your expectations. Then what happens before they quickly, they quickly diverge again when your conditions or your expectations change. And a lot of times these conditions are changing because of the things around you. But there's always this saying that is, It's not the things that happen to you, but it is how you react to them, right? So these feelings are fleeting. They come and they go. And for those who have gotten so far ahead in this fantastic game of life, you may begin to realize that it is fundamentally unwinnable and can only bring you more suffering the more you play. And for those who are behind, also suffer. Except they are more likely to think that more success can solve their suffering. See, we all go through different ideas of this happiness and suffering. There are many people out there that are rich and they're not happy. They're successful they're not happy. They're spending 100 hours a week or more at work on a salary, and they're not getting overtime, so then that means their money's getting paid. But their hours are crazy, and their family is disrupted. And then there's the people who may be poor and broke, and they might think that success is going to bring them the happiness. But it's all about how you look and how you play the game. You know, I've been all over the world from the Navy. and I've been to a lot of third world countries. And it seems like sometimes they're happier than any American can be. You know, they don't have a lot, but they're happy with what they have. And they are very strong in their family. In America, it seems like we're always striving for something more. Something more is going to make me happy. Well, we see how that works. (laughs) Uh, It doesn't work that way, does it? Not all the time. We could take a look at all the divorces because of work. That doesn't make people happy. We can look at all the, the suicides that are going on and the people dying from diseases because of life decisions and nothing seems to make us happy so we just keep striving because we know that the next thing that comes along just might give us a tad bit of happiness yeah but nevertheless most of you cannot give up this game because definitely the rules of the game kind of go against us 
you know, the system, in other words, are constantly being reinforced in your psyche by society throughout your life. You know, what have you been taught from day one? Go to school, go to college, get a good job, have a family. And it doesn't seem like that works anymore. Cost of living gone up. Can't afford a house. You got to pay off your student loan. And where are we? We're in this big circle, a big mess, right? So your sense of self is heavily derived from standing somewhere on a ladder, being above certain people on one side, and then that has become the primary meeting of your life. Can I get up the next rung of the ladder above one other person? What you may not notice is this ladder is actually more like a wheel. Think about it. As no matter how much you progress, you think how much progress you think you probably made, you are never there. That wheel keeps on spinning. <clears throat> Even if you have made it to the top, you're still bound by time and will eventually fall while constantly being threatened by somebody else that is looking to surpass you on that ladder. So this makes your position never secure, and you are often in a state of unease as a result of that, anxious, afraid. All kinds of different emotions may come up. And... You may think you need this pain to drive you to achieve more so you can finally reach that permanent happiness. <laughs> kind of seems redundant, doesn't it? Um, how can we continue to go on this wheel of life like this, never reaching happiness? At least the f happiness we get is so fleeting, and often success is the same way. So, on contrary, this pain not only takes the joy out of your life, but could also hinder your success by causing you to do the wrong things. You know, they say when you make decisions out of emotions, 90, 95% of the time you're going to make the wrong choice. When we get wrapped up in our emotions, we just, bam, we go with it, right? We don't sit and think about it. So we got to be careful not to make decisions while we're in some kind of a pain, in some kind of emotional wreck. So do me a favor. Examine your life closely. You can see that the best things you achieve depend on many factors that were beyond your control. If, if you take a look and study the stories of some of the world's most successful people, even the ones who were considered to be quote-unquote self-made, you can see um, a significant contributing factors to their successes were beyond their control. Like maybe someone gave them a shot in the company or their product had the right timing, and so on. 
because nothing can materialize without the universe's cooperation. And if you want to just take this a step further, even all the things you think you did were not done by you. Think about it. Your thoughts, actions, and whatever else you think you are doing are a product of a chemical process that's happening within your body. The same process that is sustaining your life right now without you doing a single thing. The most important event of your life was your birth, which, of course, you had absolutely no control over. We are not separate entities that are independent of our environment. I want you to really think about that. And I'll say it again. We are not separate entities that are independent of our environment. This is important because we can only exist in the context of the whole. You may think that there are things you can control while the rest is beyond your control and is left up to luck. <laughs> luck. Oh gosh, I just love that word. Or it could be left up to the universe, God, or whatever you want to call it, source. The reality is this distinction between what is you and what is not you is just a mental concept. There are no individual wills. There is only a unitary process. Now, you might not believe that, but, you know, if you think about it, think about all the things we'll talk about in this podcast and future, you may become to believe that. I mean, I, I believe the evidence is there. Just take a look around and watch. We are not just ourselves. We are the concept of many. And I'll try and attempt, or I won't even try, I will Use language to bring about an evolution in your psyche that your energy can start to cooperate with this universal energy rather than what most of us do, which is compete against it. And you'll have life work for you rather than against you. Wouldn't that be nice if just Life happened to fall into place. You know, the right people, the right time just shows up. And, hey, that's just exactly what I needed. Well, it happens, folks, and it happens all the time. When we focus our energy on these things, we rely on God, source, the universe to bring us these. It's going to happen. So just follow along and Let's see it. Let's do it. If what you have heard so far resonates with you on some level, and you are starting to see that there is another way to play this game of life, then you may be at the stage of transformation. I work with people, and I help them to open up their minds and 
notice these things to bring this transformation in their lives. Uh, Not everybody's ready at this time, and some people are only ready a little bit at a time, and some people just zoom right through it, and they do a wonderful job, and life is happy and joyful. and, And maybe they realize that happiness becomes success instead of looking for happiness in success. But both of those words are and ideas are subjective. What is happiness? It's up to you. What makes you happy? What puts joy in your heart? What makes you want to get up every day and just live that day? What makes you want to get up and go to a job or go sit outside or play with your animals or whatever it is that interests you? Read a book, listen to music. I don't know. Happiness is subjective, and so is success. Maybe to you, somebody that writes a book is very successful, but the person that writes the book don't see it that way because maybe enough people haven't read it and bought it yet. You know, maybe having a good job with just Getting a weekly paycheck is good for some people, and they're successful. But other people's, they want to be management or owners or entrepreneurs, working for themselves at home. But that's what's important is what is success for you? What is happiness for you? Um, It doesn't matter what anybody else determines is happiness or success. You can align yourself with the people that have the same mind and follow them, get ideas from them, read their books, listen to their podcasts, uh, whatever it is that you want to do to project your life into your purpose, into your power. Because ultimately that's what it takes. You want to be powerful and purposeful for yourself for your family, maybe for your friends. But the point is, it's for you. It comes from within you. You know, you can sit and probably have conversations back and forth about what is success and what is happiness. Even in your marriage, you may have different ideas between husband and wife and kids and parents or mother and fathers and it doesn't matter I mean we can agree to disagree because my ideas are not the same as yours so I hope this has helped you kind of propel your thoughts at least in another direction to to help you think about where do I want to go next? What is it that's truly going to make me happy? And do I want to be successful? And what is successful to me? If at this stage you are ready for transformation, that's awesome. But if not, perhaps this talk may plant a seed within you that can sprout at a later time. 
something you have heard today. Maybe somebody will say something similar in a few weeks, few months, years, who knows, that will water that seed. And eventually it will sprout and you will come to see what it is you need, desire, you want, whatever, whatever brings you that joy, whatever brings you success. So the ultimate question to this whole conversation today was, do you want success or happiness? Do you think you could have both? I hope so. That would be nice. I would like to have my cake and eat it too. And some days are better than others. Some days you're happy, some days you're not. Some days you feel successful and some days you don't. But ultimately, yeah, do what you want to do. Feel happy. You know, just take whatever road that you feel you need to take. You know, that's why I call this the guidepost to the crossroads. I can give information and I could lead you, but when it comes to the fork, those crossroads, each choice is yours. Any choice, either one can be right. No, no road is wrong. It's all on what you do and how you do it. Choice is the biggest thing you'll ever make in your life because you have to live with those consequences. So next week, we have an interview with coach and author Ilari Anawa from Virginia Beach. And I look forward to that as I've known her for a few years. I really would like to get her insight on coaching and life on purpose. Life on purpose, that is something we all desire. And I really look forward to that interview, and I hope that you join us and you take a lot out of it. You have a great day, and always remember, it is a better life.